You're listening to Soberoso, a show dedicated to alcoholics, addicts, survivors of abuse, overcomers of great tragedies, and those of us with mental health issues, too. Each week, we invite guests and listeners from around the world to listen in as we have casual conversations with regular people like you and me who've, against all odds, turned their lives around. If you're a family member of someone suffering from alcoholism or addiction, a newcomer or old-timer, or sober curious, this show is for you. Join us now on the Soberoso Podcast with your host, Dora Gosselin, in sharing our passion for recovery. Well, hello there. (laughs) My name is Dora, and I'm so glad that you're here joining me today on the Soberoso Podcast. For those of you who have been following the show for quite some time, thank you for your continued support and love over the years of this podcasting and growing journey. Not only has it been a healing and journey of growth for myself, but for many others who are listening in the comforts of their homes and for the other people who join me in sharing their stories of how they got clean and sober. Now, before I get into this topic today, which I'd like to talk about the addict and change, But before I do that, I just want to tell you all, I know it's been quite a little while since I dropped an episode and uh, I'm still sober. So for any of you who might be wondering what the hell is happening with Dora and where has she gone and I hope she's still sober, the answer is I am still sober. I have uh, been dealing with some very big changes myself over the past couple months and I've also been enjoying life. But one of the biggest changes that recently occurred was I have moved back to Canada. (laughs) And that was a very huge undertaking um, for myself. I was living in Mexico for quite some time, which is where this podcast started up. And all of my family lives in Canada and for um, reasons related to my family and me wanting to be closer to them, I, uh, I made the move. So moved across country. But fear not, I am still clean and sober, still going strong, and still not even tempted to pick up a drink or drug. I'm at a stage in my recovery where the thought of drinking or drugging does not even cross my mind. Now, wait, wait, I got to back up there a little bit. It crosses my mind, my unsub, my unsubconscious mind in my dreams. <laughs> it doesn't cross my mind or my thoughts in my waking hours. Um, and that's, that's huge for someone like myself who drank and drugged for 30 years. For that obsession to drink and drug to be completely removed from my thoughts and as a go-to mechanism for coping, that is, uh, that's nothing short of a miracle. So if you're early in recovery and you are just joining the podcast for the first time, uh, there's tons of great stuff, tons of stories we share from with people from all over the world who share their experience of what life was like for them. 
while they were drinking and drugging or suffering through uh, mental health issues, trauma, abuse, neglect, and um, how they got clean and sober. So you're in the right place. If you don't find what you're looking for in this particular episode, please back up and check out the hundreds of episodes we have. And I'm sure you'll find something that you can relate to in our offering. Now, today I wanted to talk to you a little bit about the addict and change. First of all, when we decide to get clean and sober, or when I decided to get clean and sober, that right there is a huge change. For me, um, the last 10 years of my active drinking and using was daily. And before that, um, I guess I was kind of, there was periods of my life where I was more of a, a weekend warrior where I held jobs down. I was a mother and I worked hard and partied hard. That was my motto. Work hard, party hard. You know, I deserved those weekend shenanigans, which would often lead to blackouts and embarrassment and deep remorse, guilt, and shame that I no longer have to wake up with. So the first big change when we get into a a journey of recovery is obviously the change of living without, living without something that has been such a big part of our lives. But I want to go just a little bit further and above and beyond that initial change of just learning new habits and learning how to live life without the substances. And I just want to talk about change in the addict themselves. And that is me. And and this topic's coming to you because I have just undergone and gone through some major changes, that being a, a geography, a geographical, a demographical, how did I say that? A huge change, a cross-country change, <laughs> a location change. Anyways, um, you know, at the stage in my recovery, I didn't make this decision abruptly. And that is one thing I've learned along the journey is that prior to to getting to this part in my life, I often functioned on um, very immediate courses of action and reaction. You know, every action had a reaction and it was immediate. If I wanted to drink, I went out and had a drink. If I wanted to drug, I went out and used. If I wanted to forget about the reality that was in front of me, I went and got really drunk until I blacked out and didn't feel anything. Um, But in my sober state of mind and state of consciousness, I have learned that, you know, the answers don't always come so quickly. And that's okay. When the answers don't come so quick, I am a little um, not so much prepared, but the right answer comes when I wait and I learn to pause. When I might have a question bouncing around in my head 
and I can't get to the right answer or I can't get to an answer that gives me peace, I'll kind of just let sit on that question, you know, and, and not be focusing and concentrating on it intently. But when the right time and the right answer is there, it will arrive. Now, I say this because my move to Canada, uh, it was didn't happen overnight. It was something I'd been thinking about for a couple years. And it was something I was thinking about at the onset of COVID when I was living in Mexico. Now, because of uh, the family separations and the travel restrictions, I was thinking, you know, I, I should, guys know that are listening to me, I hate that word, but I'm going to use it to describe how my thoughts were. I was thinking, you know, like, I should move back to Canada. You know, I'm the one removed from my family. All of my family is there. They can't travel to Mexico. My father's ill. I had a, I had a new grandbaby on the way at the time. You know, I'm the one that's way over here out of country, so I should move back. And I had to call my sponsor and tell her, you know, I've been having this thought about moving back to Canada, and it was stressing me out. I wasn't um, being told that I should move back to Canada. I wasn't being um, suggested or directed in that direction, but it was an internal feeling that I was having and it was causing me a lot of internal anxiety because my head and my heart were not in alignment at that time. It was just my, this thought and the thought was giving me anxiety about all the things I would have to do in order to make that possible. So I am going to talk the next episode that I record here on um, the getting in alignment with your head and heart and how that unfolded for me. In the meantime, I just want to say and remind you that change can be a very fearful place at any point in our lives. The addict and change, and I'm pretty sure most people don't deal well with change, but change can be scary. Change can be really scary. And it's it's the fear. It's the fear of the unknown. So what can the addict do when faced with big change. I think um, something that has worked for me very well in my recovery is if you're going to a different city or, or a holiday or taking a trip anywhere, this was suggested to me and I do it everywhere I go is to look into the destination you're going to for meetings. Look for where there is a community that will support your your sober life choice and where you can attend some meetings before you even take that trip. Know what time, what meeting, and what location you're going to be checking into when you land. And that's helped me out a lot through my travels and over the first few years of my recovery. Something I'm doing right now here in Vancouver, I uh, landed and was happy to 
join the uh, North Shore Roundup and spend three days at a convention with my kind of peeps, hearing a message of recovery, being in in rooms with people that were once addicts and alcoholics like myself and have chosen to live a much healthier lifestyle. It doesn't matter what kind of change is going on around me or what I'm going through or experiencing because at the end of the day, if I'm not clean and sober, I lose it all. If I don't put that first, everything goes away. So for any of you that are out there struggling today or early in recovery, remember to make time for your recovery. We always found a way to make time for drinking and using. Now that you're letting go of those habits, please remember to always put your recovery and your sober life first. Make time for that. Until the next time, stay safe, stay sober, and to thine own self be true. Please hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening to the Soboroso podcast and help us normalize conversations around alcoholism and addiction recovery. You can join us on Instagram and Facebook at Soboroso. You are not alone and we do recover. Wear and share your passion for recovery with our his and hers merch. Visit us at www.soboroso.com.